sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Pro, we're breaking the ball down. Joe Lisi's going to step up, and then the ranging redhead Cam Stewart's ready to fire off uh, a bunch of picks. Cam's corner. What's going on? The ranging redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Ken? What's happening, Marenzi? I could tell you this. Uh, honestly, like, I don't even want to, I don't care about this football game tonight. Where's the MLS? We need more soccer tonight. After last night, I, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't know what the heck happened, but. That was the most fun we've had gambling in a long time. Like just bang, 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 like shooting ducks in a barrel, baby. It was awesome. I know we've gone bad before, but man, when we've had good nights in that league, it's been great. Let's keep the party rolling, man. It was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely crushed uh, the MLS uh, card last night. Uh, (laughs) It really is feast or famine when it comes to the MLS. It's either 0-3, 2-9, or 10-1. Uh, yeah, we ended up uh, crushing the MLS uh, last night. Uh, but, Cam, unfortunately, buddy, uh, there's there's no soccer tonight, Cam. There, there was a bunch of Europa League stuff uh, today. Yeah. But you're going to have to stick with uh, North American football tonight, Cam. Uh, I know. North American yeah. football. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Doesn't mean I got to enjoy it. But I'll... Uh, <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll see, uh, we'll see what's happening, but, uh, yeah, it's a weird game. And, you know, I was doing some, uh, uh, updates into Scotty's, uh, show on, uh, coast to coast. And, uh, basically, man, you know, it's, uh, we could have some rain. We could have some wind in Charlotte, North Carolina tonight. The line's been bouncing all over the place. The total's been bouncing all over the place. You know, I see <clears throat> we had a two, then down to a one and now a one and a half in that game. We'll take a look, look at the latest line there, uh, Marenzi, but I'll tell you, man, it's, uh, We'll, we'll see what happens. First of all, when we're betting these games, we've talked about this before. Rain, I'm not really worried about rain. It's the wind. The wind is something that we really, you know, in betters, it can really affect the total, usually to the under there. So those are what those are things that I'm looking at in this game. And I don't know, man. It's a very, very difficult football game tonight. You can make cases for Atlanta. You can make cases for Carolina. I can tell you, I don't like Carolina as a favorite. As I told you uh, late night on the Late night uh, sports raid show on the radio. Had a good time last night with you and Babana. I say, you know, I like the teaser in this game, and I don't think my opinion is going to change. I'm not sure. I think it's actually going to. I'm going to be te- teasing it to the under uh, in this game, and I get the Falcons at plus eight and a half. I know uh, Carolina; they could win the game, but I expect it to be a very, very close game. And uh, that's basically what I'm doing with this game, Renzi. So I like the Falcons in a teaser. Probably going to take the 58 and a half and uh, go under uh, if these reports are true about wind and rain in Charlotte tonight. But we will see what happens there. Yeah, you know what? You can never, um, you never want to um, talk yourself out of a pick because of a weather forecast, right? You either like yeah. a game or you don't. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've seen time and time again. You know, inclement weather doesn't lead um, to, to to lack of points. 
uh, being put Correct. up on the board. And sometimes a slick field can lead uh, to more points. And, you know, we also we also find, Cam, it's funny. You know, I mean, people go through the first six, seven weeks of the season, and suddenly when it's a little bit cold or it's a little bit mm-hmm. rainy, everybody flips out. Oh, my God, it's cold and rainy. And a good example, actually, was the Michigan-Minnesota game uh, last Correct. week. Oh, it's going to be nasty weather. It's really, 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 really cold. The first game of the year, it's going to be windy and cold in Minnesota. Dude, they combined for like 82 points or something in exactly. the cold. In the cold. Uh, shout out to our radio affiliates. I am uh, Gabriel Brentz. We're kicking it with a Ranger Red at Cab Store. We're on the clock uh, as we speak right now. The Carolina Panthers are point and a half uh, favorites. Total is 51 and a half in the pro game. We've got a couple of college games on tap. Joe Lisi. Uh, Joe's a great guest to have because uh, we can double dip. We'll hit the NFL game and we'll hit the college games tonight. And we absolutely massacred the MLS card last night. Uh, but uh, but uh, there's uh, there's no turning back um, tonight. No MLS soccer. We've got to uh, break down uh, the college uh, card, uh, Cam. And as good as we did in the MLS uh, last night, it was as bad as we did with the Mountain West over the weekend. That was the one conference that did me in. And we've got a tough one tonight, man. Colorado State and Fresno State, that's a tough football game. I look forward to your take on that, as well as uh, Joe Lisi's uh, breakdown. Tony La Russa's uh, back. Uh, that uh, that uh, caught me off guard. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect to see that. Uh, hey, I got an idea. Hey, what's Tony doing for the past nine years? Yeah, let's give Tony a call. He'll manage the White Sox. Like, I get the record and everything, but the guy's been out of baseball for almost a decade. But I don't know. They're the White Sox, was, I guess. Don Zimmer unavailable? Yes. Uh, exactly. right. Don Zimmer passed away, right? So <laughs> Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the Dodgers. Imagine like yes. the Dodgers like didn't win. They, lo- they lost. They lose the series. And the Dodgers announced today. They're bringing back Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Dodgers really. are bringing back Tommy Lasorda. It's like, wow, Tommy's like 86 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he won a bunch of World Series before. It's fine. And listen, exactly. I know, I, I know, we'll put it this way, Cam. If you can run the country at 76 years old, I guess you can run a baseball team. <laughs> so Excellent point. Uh, we'll put yeah. that when people talk about the age. And I don't think Tony La Russa is like Tony La Russa hasn't been sitting on a park bench feeding the ducks for the last like ten years. He's been around the game. He's been in front offices. He's been an executive, etc. But still, you have an ultimate old school guy dropping him in a modern clubhouse right now. This isn't going to end well. And I don't think anybody thinks this is a good hire besides Jerry Reinsdorf, Kim. Yeah, I'll tell you. One thing, he would have kept uh, Snell in the game. I could tell you that. I'm not sure how sabermetrics and are going to work with LaRusso, Moretzi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're breaking it all down. Get on a grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. I'm Renzi. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, throwing it down. Whatever video platform you are watching us on, we've got free football games to break down. Uh, this evening, Cam's uh, disappointed. He's got to put the soccer cleats in the closet. 
Going to put the soccer cleats in the closet. You got to get the helmet out tonight, Cam. We're playing football yep. uh, this evening. Yep. We're betting on football uh, this evening. And I've already put in five plays uh, for this wow. game. Uh, I've already put in uh, five, uh, four, four or five props. Uh, we're going to break them all down. Joe Lisi is going to step up and in. But, yeah, I'm not really concerned about uh, about weather uh, very much uh, here, Cam, uh, this evening. As I stated, like, it's sort of, you know, it's the same way with, you know, with, like, real life as opposed to, like, football. Like, the first time it's a little bit cold, people are like, oh, my God, it's cold out, it's cold out. And trust me, you'll know what cold is in January. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yes. you'll look back and you'll be like, I can't believe I bet a game because I thought it was going to be bad weather in, like, October, that it was actually going to affect these guys. As I stated, you know, weather – Unless it's like, you know, gusting winds, I, yes. I I don't even care if it rains ever. You have a lot of I programs, agree. Cam. You look at college. They practice outside in bad weather all the time. They play in bad weather all the time. But, you know, teams in Florida, man, they practice in the rain. Like the Miami Hurricanes practice in the rain like 80% of the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like if they stopped yep. their practice every time it started raining hard, they'd never practice. Right, so you know, teams like, like are used to this. See, they're tough dudes. It's not like they're old ladies. Where's my umbrella? <laughs> Where's my umbrella? Yeah, I don't even Where's have an umbrella, umbrella either. I'm just yeah. I, I when I go outside, I, I get wet. I get either. wet. You know, like I, I always see people. I'm like, you're wearing an umbrella. I just I just never owned an umbrella. Like if I'm gonna get pelted, I'm gonna get pelted. Like that's life, right? Wear a bad coat. Hold you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to hold it either. Hold it. Yeah, hey, everybody. Yeah, I'm holding an umbrella. I'm with you. Like, I'd rather just get dumped upon and, you know, grab a towel like a dog, shake it off, and uh, we'll move on. But I will say this, Morency, like the first snowfall, you see these meatballs when they're driving their car. I will say, you know, the first snowfall, you see people jam it up, uh, you know, rear ends and stuff like that. But you're right. Wind is the big factor. Rain, I couldn't care less about rain struggling. You're right. These guys can play through it. But the way they throw flags nowadays, think about the wind, too. It might be an advantage to the receiver. The DB's already got problems, right? Ball gets caught up in the wind. He bangs into the receiver. You know, spot foul right there, the way the NFL is and compared to the college football 15-yard rule. That's the thing, right? Wind can actually, you know, you say, oh, you got to take the under in the wind. That's not necessarily true. Um, you know, it does affect the balls and you see more running, but just the way they call penalties and stuff like that, I'd probably see uh, more contact and more flags. Georgia Southern are now three-and-a-half-point uh, favorites uh, tonight. Yep. This is the first game up, uh, 7.30 Eastern time. South Alabama, the Jaguars, I uh, I, I expect that Parker's ready to go with the sound effects. There whoa, we go. Whoa, whoa. There we go. settle down there. That's a cat. Uh, <laughs> so he's, yeah, we're, we're ready to go. Here we got South Alabama, Georgia Southern sitting at three-and-a-half uh, right now. And a real tough one. Colorado State and uh, Fresno State. So we got a Ram Ooh. and a Bulldog. Rams and a Bulldog. There we go. Down boy. Do we know Down boy. Those really Bulldogs or are those just dogs? Because we got to be specific. I think they're just, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That's uh, a real Bulldog. I don't know. Huh? Now, my buddy had a Bulldog. They don't sound like that. They snore and drool. That's what they do. They're not. They they got real problems. They make a lot of weird noises, right? They they drool a lot. But uh, that bulldog sounded mean. I don't know what you do for a ram. You get two like two tell you what, rams, just like button button heads. That's tough. Yeah, bulldogs. Yeah, bulldogs are sloppy. But um, you ever heard yeah. a pug? Uh, oh yeah. Everyone has these little pugs, man. 
They're like mini aliens. Like they snort. And like, oh, oh yeah, they got. They got. I, I looked out. I, I wonder. Got, I think yeah. your dog's about to have a heart attack, man. Like this dog. But no, they naturally just gargle and make these sounds all the time. Yeah, I know you're absolutely right, Marenzi. Like my sleep apnea, those dogs make horrible sounds. Gargling, uh, they stop breathing, they wake up. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's tough. I remember I went over to my buddy's house and I had to crash over uh, one night and I slept on the couch and the pug jumped on the bed and, like, we were scaring each other. I was snoring, he was making noise. It was a real yeah, dog show. Cam. Yeah. Like if we, if we, like if you were a dog, you'd be a big pug. <laughs> I would be a pug, slobbering like with it. breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those dogs got problems, man. <laughs> Big problem. Colorado, Colorado State, um, Colorado State minus two and a half against Fresno State, and this, you know they're both tough college football games tonight. They're, they're, we're, not, we're not talking about Ohio State and uh, and Michigan here. These are these are you know tough programs to handicap, and the Colorado State Fresno State game. We look forward to Lisi's take on this. Yep, um, Fresno already played. Colorado State didn't. So it's one of these deals. But we've seen the teams that haven't played have actually been very successful. And it hasn't been an advantage. There's another narrative, Cam, right? There's another yep. narrative. Oh, this team's played. They're, you know, they have a big advantage over the team that didn't. We've seen time after time teams that haven't played just wax the team that has. If you're better than they, you know, you might be slow out of the gate for the first drive or two. Uh, but we haven't really seen any real rust from any of these teams uh, that, that haven't played. Uh, but without being stated, I don't know. I don't know if I trust Colorado. Everyone likes Colorado State in this game tonight, Cam. I don't know how you feel about it, but they're two-and-a-half-point road favorites. I lost on Fresno. I took Fresno against Hawaii. It was a bad pick. Uh, but I hate zigzagging. Like, I'm not going to be happy if I bet against Fresno tonight, and they respond. And we'll get Lisi's take on this. But I'll tell you what, Cam, Colorado State haven't played. They've also had a lot of issues, this team. They have. It was a questionable hire to begin with, uh, with Steve Adazio coming over from Boston College. He's got no ties in the program, no West Coast experience. He goes over there like John Wayne, starts flipping out, yelling at everybody. There are reports about uh, COVID cover-ups. Cover uh, a lot of kids left. Uh, and then you got the racial stuff that came into play. Um, you know, some comments that were made, insensitivity, et cetera. They don't sound like a very, you know, this. It's they haven't had a smooth, uh, a smooth off season, Cam. To put it mildly, yeah, Fresno State lost last week, but they don't all hate the coach and like want to get out of there. I think Colorado State are, are kind of in a tough spot. Yeah, I'm leaning with Fresno State here, Cam. I'm not going to put 500 bucks on it, but I'm leaning with the Bulldogs right now. I don't know what to do with this game. I think the Fresno State program. Since, uh, you know, when, remember the bowl game versus Arizona State. And after that, like, they had a really good thing to go in there. They're, this was a team on the rise. They were playing really, really well going to bowl games. I think they've regressed. Colorado State, yeah, it's su surprising. I would have made this game probably, you'd think Fresno State won, but the fact that it's Colorado two and a half on the road, uh, that's tough for the Rams, Gabe. I have no idea. I think this game will be tight. We don't talk about college teasers. I'm not going to do it. I have a lean to Colorado State in this game, but I don't love it. I'm going to listen to what Lisi has to say about it. The last time he came on, he liked Appalachian State in that game, and they absolutely uh, murdered their opponents. So these these games, you said it, they're very, very difficult tonight. Like, usually we have a, yes, I'm in. I love this spot right now. It's difficult board, to say the least. Totals and sides. 
I like Cam always brings up about how he doesn't like college teasers, but the word college teaser seems to get brought up every college night. Yeah. <laughs> every time teaser turds. I don't like, <laughs> yes, I don't I don't like college <laughs> teasers, but I tell you, tonight looks like a teaser. It looks like a spike and tease. I don't like, you like Joe Lisi and the Jets. Ah, I don't like the Jets, but I'm taking I don't the like the Jets. Yeah, I don't like You're giving me 17 them. and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot I'm of points. Uh, you know, Lisi loves the Jets plus 19 and a half this week. <laughs> oh, so do I, though. No, I see, maybe, yeah, no, me no, and Lisi no. both got problems. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're getting 19 and a half with the Jet game, this is what you do with this game. If you really want to take the Jets, you let the game start. You wait till they're down like 14 nothing, 17 nothing, and yep. you'll get like the biggest point spread in the history of the NFL. Yep, 31 and a half. The game at nine, my, uh, plus 19 and a half. Exactly, Cam. Couple of scores. You'll you'll get like Jets plus thirty three and a half, plus thirty four and a half, and click, then you got to kick click. back and hope for the best. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I am going to kick back and hope for the best. If you want to give me, I don't care if it's uh, you know God. You're going to give me thirty four and a half points even with the Jets. I'll take it, Morency. That's a good way to approach it. I do agree. Uh, I'll disagree. I'll lay thirty five points with God against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, come on, buddy. Okay. <laughs> you get a bigger lock. You get a better, uh, bigger lock than God playing against the New York Jets. I'll lay ninety uh, points. I don't care. Uh, God will win two hundred eighteen to nothing. I gotta be honest with you. God in two thousand Jets against God. Uh, uh, God's God. not covering in two thousand twenty. That's the problem. We're, He's not covering. We're supposed spreads. to be. Uh, we're supposed to be experts here, Cam. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Sports Grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's rock. Game time decisions that continues. I am uh, Gabriel Morenzi. Uh, excellent update from the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Did I hear correctly, uh, Cam? That uh, Michael Beasley had 835 grams of marijuana on the premises? You are correct, Morency. That's a lot of weed. It's a lot of weed. <laughs> it sure is. 28 ounces per... <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> I think his girlfriend's like, it's for medicinal purposes. Oh, okay. Sounds good. That's still a lot of weed. Yeah, I can just imagine, like, you know, we knew about C.J. McCollum, and we knew, like, 85 bottles of wine. Like, the NBA, for fun, they were letting people know, like, the, the, the packages that were getting delivered to the bubble. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah this guy got a remote drone. This guy's got 85 bottles of wine. <laughs> I'd like to know, like, how many hundreds hundreds of pounds of weed was delivered to the Orlando bubble. Because oh, remember, the know, NBA yes. players can smoke, right? It just goes to show the NBA player, you go to his house, say, bro, you got any weed around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. in the closet. He's got 835 grams. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. Like, hey, Grab a bag. I got a bunch of ass. It's, so it's, in, the, it's, it's, it's in the kitchen. It's, like it's in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys are bringing in Ziploc freezer bags. <laughs> let's bring in uh, Joe Lisi right now. Yes. Who, it's safe to say, unfortunately, because Joe's a square, Joe doesn't have 835 grams of weed in his house right now. What's up, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> No, not at all, Gabe, but I'm sure they brought him via Brink's truck, right? Straight to the bubble. They brought the they brought the weed straight to the bubble via Brink's with about five security guards right to the NBA bubble. And, and I'll I say this, too. 
I'll say this, just to Cam's uh, statement, uh, umbrellas should be absolutely outlawed, especially in New York City. I'm totally against them. Agree. You're not a fan when people come at you with the umbrella and you get it like right near the eye, Joe. You get no, to your exactly. eye back and stuff like that. <laughs> Absolutely not, Gabe. You know that down by Studio 34. I think it should be a $500 fine if you're walking around with an umbrella in New York City in a torrential downpour. Get wet, put on a slicker, otherwise don't bring the umbrella. With the risk of sounding like Bobby Knight, I feel umbrellas are like figure skatings for women only. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, I understand. You're a lovely lady. You've got your nice hairdo and everything. You yes, know what I mean? you yes. Sure. But if you're a man, yeah, yeah. Like, is unless you're like, you know, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not down with umbrellas. Like, come on, like, like you really? Yep. You walk around with your umbrella and stuff on, and take, you know. <laughs> and is there anything worse too, Joe and Cam? When you have an umbrella and you go inside, you got to close it, you shake it off, or you yeah, shake it off. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's, pro- there's always problems, Cam, too. Hey, eh? you're trying to. I guess like, oh, yeah, one of the spokes just broke. Oh, it's just great. Right. And it's all open and stuff. You lose them. You're right. like sunglasses. I'm not buying an umbrella. You ever heard of a hood? Men use hoods, <laughs> right? Yeah. Men Hoodies. use hoods. Hoods. Mm-hmm. Hoods. Mm-hmm. Nice and simple. Yep. You don't see Bill Belichick on the sideline with an umbrella, do you? No. Yep. No. We've established yeah, agree. we all agree. We all agree. Yes. 835 grams of weed is good. Umbrella's bad. Let's umbrella's get 10 bad. Games. All right. Yep. <laughs> Let's see umbrella's made of weed. Then it's a good umbrella. Then we come around. <laughs> then we come around on the old umbrella thing. But damn, oh, Michael Beasley. Uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Beasley. All right, Joe. Let's start off with the pro game uh, here, Joe. Uh, yeah, you and I agree every on a weekly basis. Our main man, I can, of course, me and Joe Lacey do in-game live NFL edition. Yeah. Uh, every Sunday at one, and pretty much we're on the, the Carolina Panthers every week. It just happens that mm-hmm. way. And I'm on the Carolina Panthers tonight. I'm taking Teddy uh, Bridgewater, Joe, 32-10 and 10 against the spread as a starting quarterback. What's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I really like Carolina in this matchup, Gabe. We were on air last week when Atlanta blew that lead to Detroit and Matt Stafford, and I watched the ending of that ball game. They were throwing helmets on the defensive side of the ball. Now they have to get back on the road. It's a bad weather game. I think they get blown out in this matchup. Where's the emotional mindset of Atlanta in this ball game? I know they play close games, but when you lose so many and give up so many fourth quarter leads, there's only so much that that team can take, and I think Carolina Carolina is the more complete team with the better quarterback and the better head coach. I think they win this ball game by double digits in the rain. You know, I'm, I'm big on the enthusiasm factor as well, uh, Joe and Cam. I talked about it with Coastal Carolina. We'll get to that uh, team in a couple of minutes. But mm-hmm. talked about the enthusiasm, the positivity uh, of their program. And if you're the Atlanta Falcons, how positive are you right now? Like if you're a player, like what, what, what what's the thrill of playing tonight? You're on TV. You're playing for yourself, essentially. You're playing for your contract. You're literally playing for yourself right now. The season is a, is a waste. Uh, the coach has been fired. There's going to be a new guy coming in. You know, when they roll in on that team bus, not everybody's jamming and listening to music and stuff. Like They're thinking, oh, God, I, I hope I get traded on Tuesday. Um, Carolina Panthers are showing up enthusiastic, Ken. You know what I mean? They're pulling into the parking lot. They're jamming the music. Teddy B, hey, what's up? Talking to the parking lot crew. Coming in, Panthers winning games, great young coach, 
rich owner, franchise going in the right direction. Robbie Anderson lighting it up. DJ Moore lighting it up. Moore. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even need Christian McCaffrey. I said it before. I'll say it again. I would trade him if I was them. Right now, I would see if anyone wants to pick him up or what I could get uh, for him. But I like the enthusiasm factor of the Carolina Panthers, Cam. Okay? They're a football team. And listen, they're competing for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to get one, but they're actually competing for a playoff spot right now. The Atlanta Falcons are competing just not to be embarrassed. Yeah, and just the way they lose games, too. Like, Gurley going in for that touchdown, like, it's week after week after week. Them in Detroit, it's a, it's the same story. Detroit's found ways to win games after pissing them away early, and now just Atlanta every single time. But, you know, Gabe, I was thinking the teaser just because it was going to be a close game, but, you, you know, you and Joe seem to think these guys are going to get blown out. I don't know the minds of Atlanta. If they're, if they're professionals and they show up today, we could have a close game, but that's the thing. The short week gets me a little bit worried. Um, I really like Teddy Bridgewater, too. I think he's underrated, especially ATS, the best ATS quarterback out there. Carolina's been in every game they've played. I don't know, Joe, but double digits? Like, oh, geez, I was thinking that Atlanta at plus eight and a half might be a safe bet on the teaser, but you guys are pretty confident it could be an old uh, butt whooping tonight. Carolina by 18. Yeah, I, I say like 10, 10, 13. And I, I took I took my I took Mike Davis over his prop in terms of 60 and a half rushing. I know he only I had like 12 that. rushing yards last week, guys. But Carolina, what Matt Rule is going to force Atlanta to tackle in the run game in the bad weather. He could get that in the first half. I think they wear it down completely. It's a mindset at this point. And playing in the bad weather on the road, I like that for Carolina and Teddy Bridgewater in this ballgame. I, I get it, and you figure if you're if you're Carolina, you're going to want to establish the run, and you can't. Listen, Carolina are not good at stopping the run. That's their weakness. They're pretty good at stopping the pass. You can run on the Carolina Panthers, though. Uh, but the thing is, that's one thing that surprised people, I think. And I know McCaffrey's not there, but Carolina throw the ball more than people realize. And, you know, they have good wide receivers since so their strength of their team. So they use the strength of their team. Mm-hmm. They trust Teddy Bridgewater to throw the football. Uh, now and even though you can you know you want you can run the football on the Falcons guys the the lowest amount of passing yards that Atlanta gave up all year was 299 all right and that was in the first game of the year against Seattle hard to believe Mm -hmm. uh that uh, Russell Wilson only had 299 in that game but I mean guys they've given up 299 445 307 315 313 343 and 340 Wow. Six out of seven yeah. times, quarterbacks have gone over 300 yards. Teddy Bridgewater checking in at 284 and a half. I just think, Joe, that you can have success throwing on Atlanta, and Carolina will. I'm not saying I don't like your Mike Davis prop, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is still going to throw the football tonight. Yeah, and that's a good assessment. They might come out throwing, especially if it's a, a light rain early on. That'll open up the play action in terms of the run game. So they play action early, get loosen up that front seven, and that could open up the running lanes for Mike Davis in that matchup, especially if they get a quick score. I think that's very critical for Carolina to score first in this ballgame. That'll put the emotional pressure on Matt Ryan and, more importantly, that defense to shut down the Panthers' offense, and they could fold or, more importantly, implode in this ballgame for the Falcons. Is there a more is there a more inappropriate and misfitting nickname in professional sports, Cam, than Matty Ice? Like, Matty, <laughs> yeah. like, what does that mean? He's, like, the, yeah, what, yeah, he's the, got ice in his veins. He's the opposite oh, he's cool of ice. Calm. He's not. No, cool. He's Matty he Panic. Be, like, yeah, yeah, not yeah, Matty Ice. Like, no, no. Matty meatballs in the red zone. 
Turnover. His name should be Tom Turnover. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that you talk about it. What does Atlanta do and they'll drive you nuts? They'll march up and down the field. The minute you get inside the 20, mistake, pick, bad decision. Like, it's frustrating. And we've talked about this before, Gabe, and I'm not sure how Joe feels about it. Like, Atlanta, like, this Matt, this Matt Ryan thing, it's done. He's been in the league a long time. He's done some good things, but they have to start at the quarterback position. I don't think you can win with this guy moving forward. That's that's my take. I think uh, he's about uh, he's got one foot out the door. Well, the thing is, yeah, they never develop anyone, Joe. I mean, you know, they have Matt Schaub as their backup quarterback. Yeah, Matt Ryan <laughs> and Matt Schaub. Their combined age is like Trump and Biden. Same 100. age, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> like, Trump and Biden. It's pretty bad. It's amazing. Like, no, but you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you know, the franchise guys, yeah. like, yeah, do we have any young players? I don't know. We got, we got a few wide receivers, but, like, they're not yep. going anywhere in this program. Like, they're just spinning their wheels. I agree with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's done. He's not done-done, but you see he's done. The arm strength isn't there anymore. He's not Matty Ice. He panics under pressure. And, you know, they run the same place. That's the problem. Like, the Falcons have never adjusted and realized, like, like a 17-yard, like, pass pattern, Joe, they need to turn it into a 13-yarder now. Like, Matt Ryan doesn't have the zip, but they still run the yep. same play, and then they get surprised yep. after that it gets intercepted or batted down. Like, they haven't adjusted uh, their offense, really, for, for Matt Ryan, and I think they should. And you see, you're right, Ken, once, once they get inside the 20s, you know, they, they're not going to score. They're lucky if they don't turn the ball over. Hell, they went fourth on fourth down last week, guys, against Detroit from, like, the six. Yep. Instead of kicking a field goal, everyone wants to blame Todd Gurley for scoring a touchdown. Speaking of which, Todd Gurley will score a touchdown tonight. Props and picks on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, shout out to our main man, Kyle in Atlanta, who's uh, tuning in. He's like, man, you guys just like, uh, we just crowbarred him in the alley. He's not liking the Atlanta uh, bashing uh, that's going on. Don't worry, Kyle. Cam's considering teasing everything tonight. The word teaser's come up yeah. like 10 times with Cam. I don't know, teaser, guys. I don't know about a teaser here, huh? Teaser there. All right, so we'll get back to the NFL uh, picks, but is it a clean sweep? Joe Lisi, you're on the Carolina Panthers tonight. Joe thinks they, they run away and win by double digits. You like the Panthers, no. Joe? I do. Big. I think they dominate this ballgame from start to finish. I'm feeling more strong about it as this, this show goes on. So uh, we'll see what I do after the show's over. But I'm already in at one and a half and minus one on the Panthers. Uh, Parker, can we get a, can we get a Panther? And you know what? I think a Panther and Jaguar could pass as the same thing. We can, we can. They are. Yeah, anyway. that's the same yeah. cat. Yeah, there he goes. He's mean. There's the yeah. uh, Panthers. Panthers uh, ready to go. Cam, have you made up your mind yet? Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to take Carolina on the money line. Yeah, I'm getting sick and tired of you bashing, uh, bashing. Uh, Turd teaser over here, teaser turds. Hey, we did. Uh, you're right. I got. I got to take off my cleats and focus on football tonight. But we will see. I don't know. What do you guys? Uh, what do you think about the total in this football game tonight? It's something to think about if you're going to do the same game teaser. I, like or I might just. You like the? I uh, see. Well, yeah. That really? No, you like the under. <laughs> I have not heard you on the show go about taking an under in like 16 years. Over in this case, as shocking as Jack Nicholas endorsing Trump. 
Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> old white man endorses old white man. Like people yeah, were surprised. Sure. Oh, I can't believe Jack endorsed Trump. Oh, it's shocking. Shocking. I believe an old golfer a guy that owns like 22 golf courses, right? I, I can't believe it. Correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> my concern is, though, with the total tonight, uh, Lee, I'll throw it to you, Lee. See, my concern is, and Cam, this Atlanta offense. As uh, Dude, I, I teased the Detroit game last week to the over. Detroit, same game teaser. Detroit Lions in the over against mm-hmm. the Falcons. Falcons can't score, Cam. That's my only concern, that the Falcons just, they do their thing. They go up and down the field. They turn the ball over. They don't convert. They go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. Matt Ryan's horrible in the red zone. The Falcons have all, dude, go back to the Tony Gonzalez days when that dude with the white hair, Mike Smith, was the coach. They were bad in the red zone. They've been bad, like, entire Matt Ryan's entire career. Uh, they've been bad inside uh, the red zone. So that's my only concern. But, no, no, I got a feeling tonight. I, I think that tonight we're going to have one of those uh, good old-fashioned Thursday night track meets, gentlemen. I think there's going to be a million points put up on the board tonight. The game's going to go over the number, I think. Lisey, what do you think about the total? I would lean to the under. I'm not touching it in any capacity. My only concern, Gabe, is if, if like I said, Carolina jumps up early, does Atlanta quit? And, and, and that's my biggest concern in yeah. this matchup because to come from behind and to be in a ball game, you need that mental resolve and intensity. And I just don't think Atlanta has it. And, and you know what? If Atlanta would have won one of these two games in terms of the early part of the season, then maybe I would say, you know, they're still fighting. But after last week when they dropped that matchup with 13 seconds left, players are throwing helmets. They're completely imploding. And, and until I see it on the football field, Field. I'm taking the stronger team with the better head coach, and that's Matt Rule. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons just get carved up on defense, uh, guys. Give it up they 344 do. yards a game uh, in the air per average. Teddy Bridgewater checking in at 284 and a half. We talked about it earlier. The lowest amount of yards that they gave up through the air was 299, and that was in week one. All right, let's get down to uh, to college. We're going to get back to the NFL. Me and Cam, I got a bunch of props uh, for you, I promise. Uh, but college football uh, tonight, uh, Joe, and I know you were planning on just, you know, kicking back, kicking back, having a nice dinner and, and you know, a small unit place uh, on the college games. Uh, but um, we got you fired up and ready for some big games tonight. That Mountain West game. Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But let's start off uh, first with South Alabama and Georgia Southern down to three and a half points right now. Joe, what's your take? Yeah, South Alabama playing very well. They won two straight games, and Georgia Southern sitting at 3-2 and two overall. I can't believe Shy Wirtz is still at Georgia Southern. I feel like he's been there for about 10 years. But I like the rushing attack of Georgia Southern in this matchup. I think they keep South Alabama's offense on the sidelines, and Georgia Southern's defense holding opposing offenses to 33% on third downs. To me, that's the difference. They control the clock. I think they win this ball game by seven points or more. I'm liking Georgia Southern as well, uh, Cam, here. I'm going to ride the, the home team. What about this total, though, guys, at 52.5? Is it a little light, uh, Lisey? Hey, it's light in the sense of, you know, it could blow right through it if South Alabama jumps up early, but I, that's the concern. If Georgia Southern scores, takes about eight or nine minutes off the clock, they can get this game into a lower-scoring game in the 40s and still win this ball game by seven points. So that, that's why I would lean to the under in this matchup, but I really like Georgia Southern in this, in this contest. Cam? 
I agree. I think, see, this game we all agree on. I think Georgia Southern, what they're going to do, it's a simple game plan for them to cover the three and a half. They stay on the field and wear down South Alabama, and they have the type of offense to do it. They just churn first down, first down, first down. They wear you out, and that's a dangerous thing for South Alabama. I think Georgia Southern wins this game by like 13. I think they get it done, too. I'm with you and Lisi on this one. Go Georgia Southern. Uh, do we have uh, do we have an eagle sound effect ready to go, Parker? <laughs> yep, eagle. Yeah, that sounds more like a blue jay. That eagle, eagle should be meaner, deeper. Like he's ready. He's an eagle. Eagles. All right. So this. All right. So we're all on. Uh, we're on. We're all on uh, Georgia Southern here, and I agree. I think that's yeah. the key here: time of possession, running the football. And, um, and you know, Georgia Southern back at home here, I think they're in a, a decent spot. I, I like the fact that it's only three and a half. I'd like it better if it was three. Uh, but money yeah. line is minus 188 uh, right now. All right, Joe. So I'm intrigued by this Mountain West uh, matchup, and I need to win. I mean, I went like 0-7 in the Mountain West on Saturday, bro. It was a nightmare. And um, so I was obviously wrong about um, the Fresno game against Hawaii. Do you think they're going to be better, uh, Joe? Or was it just a case of Hawaii? Listen, Hawaii rushed for like 323 yards on these guys. It was Hawaii's first game with Todd Graham, Joe. Nobody, you know what I mean? Hawaii's not known for running the ball as much as they did. They ran the ball like 50-plus times or whatever it was. And it's hard to stop. It is what it is. Now they've got a game under their belt. Uh, and they got the quarterback uh, from, from Washington. What's your take on this game, uh, Joe, against Colorado State? I like Fresno State here, and I think the, I like the total as well. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I'm just not sold on Colorado State with Adazio as head coach. They lose Warren Jackson, their big play wide receiver that opted out for the NFL. They still haven't decided on a starter at quarterback O'Brien and Canicio, uh, the, the Temple transfer. But that's the concern. I mean, they have a lot of Juco talent and transfer talent that came in. But is Steve Adazio the type of coach that coaches up the offensive side of the ball in terms of offensive ingenuity? I mean, that's what Mike Bobo was. The problem was the defense for Colorado State. I don't know if it gets better in week one. And the more physical team is still, in my opinion, Fresno State. I think they run it well against Colorado State. Again, they're a home dog. I like Fresno State to strike the upset, but I like over 58 and a half as well. I think there's a lot of points in this ballgame. And um, I brought this up earlier, Joe. What do you make of this with Adazio, too? Was it, you know, it was a surprising hire. It's not that he's a bad coach. Yeah. He was a, he was a decent coach. He, you know, and I don't know what people expect from Boston College, but he's a defensive-minded yep. coach at Boston College. But, Joe, no ties to the West Coast, right? No ties to the Mountain West. No, like, recruiting connections. Kind of a strange hire, and things have not gone well for them there, Joe, so far. Right? So, like, this is the thing tonight. They show up, they play, they win this football game, all this stuff forgotten about, Lisi. They lose tonight. People are going to be asking questions there. Do they get the right guy? I know it's only one game, but, I mean, accusations of COVID covers up. Accusations of uh, racial insensitivities. All kinds of stuff uh, going on here. It's not like the players have embraced them, Joe. 
No, you're right, Gabe, and it was with former head coach Mike Bobo as well. So where's the yeah. mindset? I mean, the chancellor came out, remember the SI in August, and said, we're just completely shutting down the football program. So I have problems backing a team, especially a favorite, on the road in week number one in terms of that environment against a team that was very physical a couple of years ago and, and just has played a game already. I think Fresno State, the more complete team, I like Ron. Rivers at the running back position and interior offensive defensive line play I think will come together biggest progression is usually week one to week two especially in college football so I'll roll the dice with Fresno State in this ballgame Cam Stewart what are you doing Fresno yeah, State Colorado State buddy <laughs> the, you're going to Fresno Bulldog. or Fort Collins <laughs> yeah, I'm going, no I'm going to Fresno and I'll tell you, let's make it threes a crowd here. Here's the deal with Fresno too, Gabe. We talked about this. If you were really deep into the look into the stat statistics, the last game against Hawaii, they did they actually did some things well. They couldn't finish. This is the week too. They're going to be a lot crisper. Uh, I originally was thinking about Colorado State, but you said it like they ran a bland offense at Ohio uh, at uh, Boston College. I don't know what you're going to do with the Rams there up in Fort Collins. I got to take the your your. It's almost a weird line to me. That's why I was thinking like, wouldn't you make Fresno State almost minus one and a half? The fact that they're getting two and a half at home. I like that a lot, and uh, yeah, let's go. Let's roll the dice with the over too. I think Fresno State will be able to score on uh, on the defense. We'll probably get into the sixties in this game. It's because people always remember what they saw last, and they just saw Hawaii beat them, and you know yeah. it was the first game with a new coach. Although it's the offensive coordinator uh, from last year, Jeff Tedford is uh, has retired, uh, so they have the uh, they have the offensive coordinator back. Actually, he was in Indiana last year, but he was the offensive coordinator uh, with Tedford uh, before. And, you know, Joe, I like, you know, like you said, they weren't terrible. I think they just got caught off guard. I think it's a case where everybody sort of looked at Fresno last week, Joe, and said, oh, Fresno suck after you know, losing Hawaii. But let's give credit to Hawaii. Hawaii played a good football game, and they ran the ball down their throat. And you know that Fresno, they've never seen that before from Hawaii. They play Hawaii right. a million times, Cam. They've never seen Fresno yep. run the ball 56 yeah, times. They, they never seen they throw it all over the yard. Six times. Exactly. They caught them off guard, Gaseline. And let's keep in mind as well, Nick Rolovich let, left a lot of good recruits at Hawaii, and Todd Graham is a solid head coach. I mean, coaches up physicality on the offense and defensive lines, and again, to run the football at the point of attack, you're right, they probably got caught off guard in terms of the offseason game planning, and that was a credit to the Hawaii staff, but I think Fresno will buckle up tonight. Playing at home, they're an intense team, especially in that stadium, so give me the Bulldogs, and the boys the books you know instill a line to suck you in sometimes to take the other side. I think that's what they did with Colorado State as a small favorite in this football game. Todd Graham's a good coach, as you stated. Like, if you if you, you look also, at Todd Graham compared to other coaches, there's no scandal. He's never done anything, right? But right. he's disliked. His basic, his problem is He's got like an issue. He's a type of dude. Uh, he's like you, Lisey. You know, you meet a girl in the, in the club. <laughs> Misunderstood. I love you, baby. I love you. And then two months mis later, he loves a new program, right? <laughs> That's the thing. Misunderstood, Gabe. I'm misunderstood. You know, I'm, ju yeah. I'm judged. You know, they judge the book before they read the book. They read yeah, 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 I exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's my problem. Well, but you look at Graham. He's been a good coach ever. Listen, yeah. I actually thought he got screwed at Arizona State when they brought her in. He went eight and four. I'm like, what do you guys want? You're Arizona State. I, Arizona I swear, State, right. they beat Arizona in the, in the rivalry game. And they fire him after. I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't know. You guys think you're going 11 and 1 here? Like, because you're not, right? Like, that's the only thing with Graham that he's left programs in the past. All right, Joe, we got about 30 seconds here. Uh, what's your best bet, college football? What are you laying it down on this week? 30 seconds. Early, I like West Virginia and I love Memphis on the money line. I think they strike the upset over Cincinnati. Wow. So those are my two early ones. Ooh. All right, what about nice. Oklahoma State? Are Oklahoma State vulnerable against the Longhorns? They are, but I'm still sticking with the Cowboys. Picked them at the beginning of the year. I'm not backing down now. They dominate Texas in that matchup. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, thanks to uh, Joe Lisi uh, for joining us uh, on the program. Uh, great stuff uh, with Joe, fired up for some college uh, football uh, right now. We've got NFL football on the board uh, this evening. And, of course, it's uh, Thursday night, uh, which means uh, that the crew at uh, firstand20.com are ready to go. Uh, firstand20.com uh, will get into the penalty situation a little bit uh, later on <laughs> in the National uh, Football League. Uh, but we've got a couple of college games on top. Uh, triple threat uh, tonight, Cam. You ready to rock? I am ready to rock. I feel good about things. I like we're all on the same page. Um, I will say this, Gabe, college teasers, but this is the point that I'm trying to make. And just don't laugh before I finish, but you're getting Fresno State at plus two and a half, okay? You get them to nine and a half and over 50 and a half. Hey, man, let's talk. Like that might I don't be, have a problem that's with Tom, it. That's Tom Teaser, not Turd Teaser. That's <laughs> that's terrific that's teaser. Good. Yeah, that's terrific like teaser. teaser. Terrific teaser. Yes, yes. Hey, and I tell you, things have been going well at thirdand39.com after the MLS night. We're getting some new subscribers and uh, we're growing our <laughs> network. Let's keep, let's keep the good times rolling with the uh, other football tonight in North America. I'm with you, Gabe, but Lee Lisi brings up some good points. Like why is Colorado State favored in this game? Like, that, that's, that's a question. Like, don't you think the wrong team is favored? I really, like, if I made that line, it's almost reversed. It's Fresno two and a half. I think it's Fresno, like a five-point discrepancy. Fresno were a four and eight football team last year. I mean, they had a couple of good years. They won a division um, a couple of years in a row with Jeff Tedford. What, 2017? Uh, was it seven, yeah, 17 and 18? Yes. Last yep. year was sort of, you know, things started to fall apart. Tedford had health issues. Uh, they go four and eight, um, and now they and then they lose to Hawaii in week one. I don't know too. I was thinking the same thing, Cam. You know, a lot of people Colorado State. They they talk about Colorado State like they're the Denver Broncos or something like that. <laughs> guys, they're Colorado State. Like they're not. You know what I mean? Colorado State Rams. And as we stated, they hate their coach. You know, a bunch of kids split. There's a lot of negatives against uh, the Rams tonight. It's true. Sports Grid 
BetOnline.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.